Hello, and welcome to Being KB with me, Kaylee Booth. I'm here to be your bestie when your bestie's not here, and hopefully you feel a little less alone. Enjoy the episode. I had the weirdest simulation slash coincidence slash... I don't even know what you call it moment. But one of my friends that I have recently met in Chicago in the last, like, I don't know, six months we met, he and I realized that we've been following each other on Twitter for, like, years and years and years. And it's been, we lived in different places. I lived in New York. He lived wherever he lived. And we, I just, we'd never, like, even interacted on Twitter, I don't think. I think we just followed each other because of whatever reason. and. We both, and the funny thing is, neither of us have our real names on our Twitter. It's like stupid Twitter names. And it was so, it was like a crazy realization because it's not super weird that we followed each other because we were both fans of the same comedian, Jared Freed. And I think Jared Freed like reposted one of my friend's things. But it's weird that we then met. In Chicago, we both then moved to Chicago and have now met and hang out in the same friend group. I just was like floored. I was like, what are the fucking odds that that happens? It was crazy. The realization was literally insane. He was like, oh, this is my handle. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't follow you. And he's like, no, yeah, this is me. And I literally lost my mind. I am in shock. I've never had something that crazy happen. I've never had something that coincidental or sim or whatever you want to call it happen. And I literally was freaking out. It's so weird. And it was just like a funny life update. And it was crazy. So just remember, the world is a small place. You never know who you're going to meet. Especially with the internet. Makes it even fucking smaller. You might meet your freaking soulmate. My boyfriend was like, maybe you're soulmates. And I was like... Yeah, like friend soulmates, because if we were like both of us have partners, obviously, but I was like, even if we were trying to be romantically involved, we would literally kill each other because all we do is fucking mess with each other all the time. So it's pretty funny, but definitely friend soulmates because of that also, because we love to fuck with each other all the time. So, you know, destiny, man, sometimes you meet your new best friend randomly. So keep an open mind, you know, on Twitter, on Instagram. I met my boyfriend on Instagram, my friend on Twitter. You never know who you're going to meet. You know, the world's a funny place and it's very small apparently. So especially if you like the same shit, then you somehow meet each other and follow each other and stuff. Um, And then that's great because then you're friends in real life because you have similar interests. New BFF. So I just wanted to throw out that funny life thing that happened thought it would be a funny story it's really funny to me because i'm like w- like truly what are the odds that we met and then not because we pr- were purposely like oh you're funny on twitter let's meet up no this was literally just random friend of a friend literally friend of a friend of a friend i somehow met him and his girlfriend and now we're all friends and we hang out and it's crazy the world man can't get over it anyway on to the real podcast today i wanted to talk about women saying sorry 
because lately I've had a lot of women tell me to stop saying sorry. And I have a lot of thoughts on it. Because as somebody who's naturally worried about being walked on, because I'm relatively nice and I want people to like me, especially when I was young, I was, all I wanted was people to like me and I hated saying no and I would lie because I didn't want to make people feel bad. So, and honestly, I still do this. Like I, instead of being like, oh, sorry, no, I don't want to hang out or no, whatever. I'll just be, I'll make up excuses i'll be like oh the dogs are sick or oh like i'm also terrible at lying so it's so bad and then i like get nervous and i don't want to lie so then i just like stop responding or i just like will avoid just avoidance because i hate conflict so i avoid and lie and not always. I'm exaggerating a bit. But I, yeah, I'll just like fib and be like, oh, I'm sick. I can't hang. Sorry. Um, that's just an example. But like if people ask if they look good in something, I'm usually like, oh, yeah, it looks good on you. It's just not my it's not my thing. Or like I wouldn't wear it, but it looks good on you. But even that sounds douchey to me. So I'll just be like, yeah, it's cute. Even if I hate it. But like I'm not going to tell them that I hate what they're wearing because what if they like it, you know, and they should wear what they like. But anyways, I'm kind of a people pleaser and I'm pretty nice. And a lot of times that means I get walked on or taken advantage of or whatever. And I go back and forth. I vacillate a lot between wanting to be a really kind person and even being like the bigger person when the other person's being not being the bigger person I'll think that it's good to be the bigger person most of the time but then I'll get in a mood where I'm like fuck this fuck that fuck everybody I don't want to be the bigger person I want to just do whatever the fuck I want and I don't want to deal with this bullshit and I'm not going to do it anymore So saying sorry and apologizing kind of plays into this balance because there are women who are like in the working world, being boss bitches or whatever we're calling it now, and being CEOs and all this stuff, being in male-dominated fields, blah, blah, blah. And they'll be like, don't say sorry. Like, don't apologize for all these things. Because I do think naturally women are or when I was growing up, women, and before that, women have been taught to apologize and be convenient for everybody and, you know, not disturb the peace, so to speak. But I do think that there is a balance. And I think a lot of people, old and young, have realized in the last 15 to 20 years culture has changed a lot and it's really swung one direction and I think a lot of people are waiting for it to kind of come back to the middle because it has gotten to a point where it almost doesn't make sense because a lot of especially like with the feminist movement and being a woman there is all this pressure to be like 
working and have kids and do it all and you're the best and be excellent and especially for you know women of color it's even more so because on top of it they deal with having to be the best of their race and beating white or not beating white people but you know like competing with white people so to speak and then deal with being a woman on top of that so I acknowledge that but they also just in general being a woman we face this for years and years and years we faced this demeaning rude misogyny and we still have been and we still will be of course for a while and maybe always but in the last i don't know five to ten years culture's changed a lot and I do think people are kind of checking themselves about what they say and how they treat women. I do think there is something to be said about how far we've taken it. Like if a man, so to speak, just cisgendered example, if a man hits on a woman in a bar and he goes, hey, can I buy you? Like, you know, he touches her back slightly and goes, hey, can I buy you, your, can I buy you a drink? I saw you across the bar. And I think you're very good looking. I'd love to talk. To me, as a young woman, young millennial woman, I don't think that's rude. I like that. I think that's really sweet. I think even if I'm not interested, I feel flattered. And I'll say, no thanks. I'm just here with my friends. Or I'll say, yeah, sure. That, you know, okay, I won't because I have a boyfriend, but you know what I'm saying. But there are women out there that say, don't fucking touch me. That's inappropriate but that's the thing it's it gets confusing because that scenario could be attractive to some people and unattractive to other people and maybe if you're not into men then that's even another layer to that but there is something to be said about realizing that there's no one one rule that fits everybody and i think a lot of feminists and i consider myself a feminist but i think a lot of feminists and people who are women's rights activists make it seem like it's a one rule fits everybody thing. And that's not true. And two things can be true at once. I can be both flattered that that guy hit on me and also be a little afraid and creeped out. Just like when you get catcalled. Maybe you don't feel this way, but when I get catcalled, depending on what they say, of course, but the other day some guy, go, was, I was walking home alone and... This guy said, hey, have a good night. And I said, thanks, you too. I was just walking past. And then he kind of turns and is like, you're gorgeous. Like, have a good night or whatever he says. Something about being gorgeous. And I was not attracted to this person. I have a boyfriend. I didn't want this attention necessarily. But I was... I felt complimented that he thought I was good looking. That's nice. Everybody likes to hear that. But I can also still feel creeped out that this guy that I'm not interested in, like, I don't know what he's going to do. Is he going to follow me home? Is he just going to say that and leave me alone? Like, I don't know what his expectations are. I don't know this person, blah, 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 blah. So two things can be true at once. And I think there is a group of women who don't believe that to be true. And I also think that with how our media and our culture is, we're very extreme and we, we don't like to believe that 
two things can be true at once and there is kind of a middle ground and there is balance and if we just communicate better we can have a balance and be open and we won't have as many problems and this plays into apologies and saying sorry and there are so many women i know that usually are older i want to say that probably dealt with saying sorry a lot being treated misogynistically being demeaned and then they had to be more aggressive or more assertive to get their point across and they realized they were saying sorry for everything and at that point you're apologizing for your existence you're not saying sorry like oh sorry this was a mistake my bad you're saying sorry for this mistake I don't feel worthy enough to make mistakes and I need to be perfect because in my world, being a woman means you have to be perfect and you can't make mistakes because then it'll be another reason for them to cut you down. And it'll be another, it will be just one more reason to to tell you you're not good enough. While historically cis, straight white men, cisgender white men, I don't know. I don't know what we call them, but that group of people has been able to make mistakes and still has known that they were worthy of their job or whatever it is. It's okay to make mistakes, but certain people it's not. And even now, it's not okay to make mistakes if you're a person of color or if you're gay or whatever it is. So... It's interesting being a white woman because I think, for me, I do still get the misogyny and I do still get people double question, you know, questioning me, not taking my nose for nose and giving me a harder time about stuff. But I also acknowledge that I definitely have more of a privilege and being in this weird balance of privilege and also not privileged means that I need to hit a balance of saying sorry and also asserting my worthiness if I need to. And I do not necessarily know how to do this. I'm just chatting it out with y'all. But I do think there's pros and cons to saying sorry. And I also acknowledge that there are people that use apologies and crying and things that are historically feminine Not to say that actually is feminine, but behaviors that may come off as feminine historically. People use that to manipulate and cause a certain outcome in whatever scenario they're in. That's definitely a thing as well. But for this conversation, I'm just talking about straight out apologies, no manipulation. Just the example would be you made a mistake at work. Do you say sorry or do you just fix it and move on? For me personally, I'm cool with saying sorry. Sorry I inconvenienced you. Sorry that I made that mistake. Sorry that a problem occurred because of me. I'm sorry that you were inconvenienced. Am I sorry that, am I feeling that I'm not worthy of this job? No. Am I feeling terrible about myself? No. I hate making mistakes, but sorry, it's not a big deal. And most things aren't a big deal. And that, I think, is really one of the gauges for realizing whether you should say sorry or not. Because 
saying sorry because you accidentally bumped into somebody at the coffee shop. Some people would be like, don't say sorry to that. Like, it was an accident. You don't have to apologize. But I'm like, okay, I accidentally bumped into someone at the coffee shop. I don't know what kind of day they're having. Why would I not say sorry? I might as well say sorry so they acknowledge that I'm acknowledging that. And so they don't feel like they're being dissed in some way. Is that necessary? No. Is it nice? Yeah. And I think coming from the Midwest, I see it all the time. I've been back in the Midwest for like six months now. And I'm like, oh, people say sorry about literally everything. If you, if they open the door before you do, and then you're about to go in and they're about to walk out. Oops, sorry, sorry. Oop, oh, sorry, sorry. It's always almost running into you. Sorry. Oh, cut you off at the crosswalk. Sorry. It's constantly at a bar walking past you. Sorry, sorry. And it's funny because I know that's why I say sorry a lot. I'm from here. I'm probably just very used to it. And I get that that sorry is very different. That's like a Midwest cultural sorry versus the sorry that a lot of people are telling women not to say. But I I say sorry and people are like, ah, don't apologize. And I get that that's also a thing to be there being nice by saying, oh, it's not a big deal. You don't have to apologize. It's such a weird, loaded word. Sorry. And I just think there is a balance there of... And I think there is a a way to give it weight, but also not. And I think there's a balance with how much weight you give the word. And I also think there's a way to throw sorry around without giving it much weight. Just like saying I love you. People say I love you in this country to fucking everybody. I say it to you guys. I say I love you to my friends. I'll be like, bye, I love you. Have a good one. You know, people say I love you all the time. And it, in my mind, it doesn't give weight unless I give it weight. So if I'm like, love you, boo, to someone on the street that I don't really know that well, obviously that's not a weighted word. And I think people realize that. If you're socially aware, you realize how much weight is in a word. And you read tone and you read timing and you read all these other things. Versus if I said, I love you to my boyfriend, you know, six months into us dating for the first time, that sentence is going to have a lot more weight. And even now, I say I love you to Thomas every day, but the weight is still different than the first time I said it. And sorry is the same way, and words in general are the same way. There is weight to these words, but we give them weight. And culture gives them weight, and what's going on to us and our people and our groups at the time gives them weight. So when women say, don't say sorry, stop apologizing. Stop apologizing for your existence. It's literally saying you don't need to apologize for every mistake you made. You're worthy of this job. You're a quality person. You don't need to be apologizing. You are worthy. That's what people mean. And if you're the type of person that says sorry because you genuinely feel like you are shit and you made a mistake and you need to be better, and you're just grading yourself and digging in, that is a problem. And you probably shouldn't say sorry. And you probably should see a therapist and process that 
or whatever, do whatever processing you need to do. But if you're like me and you throw sorry around willy nilly, and I throw, honest to God, I throw most words around willy nilly. I say crazy ass shit sometimes. And I'm like, I don't mean any of it. And realistically, if I actually am feeling some sort of way about something, it's really hard for me to talk about. So, yeah, I just talk shit. And so words don't have a lot of meaning to me. Even though I do, do acknowledge the power in a lot of these words. And I do think there's pros. There's, the pros of saying sorry is that you're just being a nice person. One. Two, you're acknowledging somebody else's humanness and you're acknowledging that even if you don't think it's a big deal this person that you're dealing with whether it's work or coffee shop or just in life or whatever you're apologizing to them for inconveniencing them in whatever way you think is inconvenient because the reality is you might think if you are on the other side of that it's inconvenience and that's just being empathetic and nice and I think that is a benefit. I also think saying sorry means you're willing to humble yourself and acknowledge that you did something wrong. And that is important. Especially in bigger instances, like in your relationship or with your family or even at work. If you put a lot of stock into your job and you're like, I'm the best, I'm the best, and you can't ever say sorry or say you made a mistake. That's a problem. You need to be able to apologize and say, I fucked up. I'm sorry that I fucked up and I'm sorry to inconvenience you. I'll try to do my best to make it up to you. That is a good thing. Apologizing in that way is good. Very good. So all of those, those three reasons are great. Being nice, taking responsibility for your mistakes. That is good stuff good good stuff and you know whether you actually are being genuine about the apology or whether you're just throwing it around and if you're throwing it around at a coffee shop where it's not a big deal and you run into somebody that's fine but if you're throwing it around at work and you don't actually mean it and you're like "Eh, i'm saying sorry but really it's jenny's fault because she was being a bitch and she didn't communicate a b and c to me that is not great either and that's one of the cons people will say sorry to manipulate the situation. And people say sorry because they feel like unworthy. And people say sorry to gain the upper hand because they are like, look at me, I'm a good person. Oh my gosh, tired. Because they'll be like, look at me, I'm a good person. I said sorry, I'm humble, I'm a better person than you, blah, blah, blah. Or they apologize so that they will then get an apology in return. That's also a thing. If sometimes you're at work and you say, hey, sorry, I didn't mean to do this, and they, you're really just expecting them to be like, oh, no, 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 it was my fault, not your fault at all. That could be a totally normal instance where you actually were just saying sorry and didn't realize that they probably had a part in that or you could be trying to get a sorry from them because you're like they burned me and i need an apology so really this conversation has led me to be like 
sorry is not the problem. Apologizing isn't the problem. The problem is what you think about apologizing and the way that you give an apology. Women should be able to apologize as much as they fucking want if they want to. As long as they feel worthy in who they are and feel like they are able to make mistakes. You can go to your kid and be like, hey, I know I wasn't great about teaching you the importance of fitness. I didn't teach you that throughout your childhood and now you're struggling as an adult to be consistently moving and fit. Whatever you want to call it. I don't know. This is a weird example. I'm sorry because... I know that you're struggling with this and I know I played a part and I had a hand in this struggle. That doesn't mean you're a shit parent. That doesn't mean that your, your kid doesn't appreciate all the other shit you did for them. Acknowledging your downfalls or your instances of regret or whatever it may be, that doesn't mean anything about your worth. And if anything, that gives you more worth because you're the type of person that gives a shit about other people. You're an empathetic person. You're a person who can humble themselves and be taking responsibility for the things you need to take responsibility for. You're being the person that's going out of their way to make your relationship better with whoever that person is. Whether it be your boss, your kid, your parent, your sibling, your friends, your family, whatever. And if anything, in my mind, that gives you more worth because nobody can take away your character traits. And that being responsible and humble and kind to someone, those are great character traits. In my mind, it's never bad to say sorry. Because the thing is, even if you say sorry, you can say it in an assertive tone. You can say, hey, Jim from the office, I'm sorry that I made this mistake, but you don't get to speak to me like that. You don't get to call me names because we're in an office place and I am not going to take that. You don't get to be rude to me just because I made a mistake. I already apologized. I'm sorry that that mistake happened. I'm sorry it caused A, B, and C problems. But do not speak to me like that. And it's easy to tell y'all to assert yourselves in this way. I have not had a lot of instances where I've needed to do this. And even in my personal life, it's very, very difficult for me to assert myself and say, hey, I need you to speak different to me or I need you to put I need to put this boundary into place. It's very difficult. So I know it can be hard, but I do think the apology or the sorry is not the problem. It's how we treat ourselves. It's how we present ourselves to the world. If you're saying sorry in a simple way if you're genuinely apologizing because you made a mistake that's not a big deal but you can't demean yourself you can't undercut yourself because if you undercut yourself then it doesn't matter if you say sorry or not people are gonna feel that you don't believe in yourself you don't trust yourself to do this job or raise this kid or do whatever your responsibility is If you undercut yourself, then people aren't going to believe you or trust you or give you the time of day either way. And we've learned this from very, very egotistical, confident men that are very average. We see it all the time. There's jokes in a million different movies. Look at Friends, Joey, the model actor 
in Friends. He is a terrible actor in that show. Not the real character, but Joey, the show character. He's trying to be a, an actor in New York City, and he's not all that great. He's a really good friend. He's a really nice guy. But he's so confident and in his ability to get women and in his ability to act. And he's really not that successful. And that's a prime example of a like stock character, overconfident guy who's kind of average. And they've done a ton of studies about the psychology of confidence and how people trust people who are confident, even if that person isn't necessarily smarter than anyone else. People tend to think that people have leadership skills just because they speak up more in meetings and they act confident because you want to trust somebody. If they seem like they know what they're doing, then it feels like they do and you can rely on them. That's not true necessarily. And oftentimes people who do second guess themselves make better people and leaders because they double check the work. They double check the facts. But it is a skill that we can learn how to be more confident, how to not undercut ourselves, how to apologize with authority and with assertiveness. Because you can always apologize, but never, ever, ever apologize for who you are and never apologize for the space that you take up. And that's the real lesson here, is that you can be a kind person and still assert yourself and still put boundaries up and still own the space that you're taking up. And it has nothing to do with apologizing or not. And I'm kind of sick of women telling me to not apologize. I'm like, fuck you. Who are you to tell me not to apologize? I can apologize all the fuck I want. Doesn't matter if, to, if it's a, to a man or a woman or a child. If I want to be a kind person and say, sorry, I inconvenienced you, I'm cool with that. And I'm cool with being like, yo, sorry, I didn't mean to fucking do that to you. If someone's getting in my face. Am I being the bigger person then? No, I'm being kind of a dick. I'm being sarcastic. But I don't know, just like stay out of my business. Leave your opinions where they're at. I, don't, I didn't ask you. Unless I did, then I appreciate your input. And I'm sorry that I was mean to you. Bam, easy. Easy as pie. Yeah, I just think people put so much weight into the word sorry and apologies in general. And they can carry a lot of weight and they really should carry a lot of weight if you've really harmed someone. And if you've done bad things to someone, you should apologize. But if you haven't done anything too harmful and you're just trying to say sorry, it's not a big deal. Just throw it out there. And it's a de-escalation tactic. If someone's like freaking out at you and yelling at you and being like, how could you have done this? You messed everything up. Just be like, yo, sorry. I didn't mean to. De-escalate. I love to de-escalate. It's my inner middle child. I love to fit where I can. You know, I'm like, I think of myself as like a jello. Like I'm the jello and the world is the mold. Or like the instance of conflict is the mold and I'm just like filling in the space and making it a little more comfortable. Making everybody feel a little nuzzled up, calming them down, making sure they don't shake around, you know? You know those like little plasma guys that live in the ocean that just like squirm their way through rocks? 
I'm literally picturing the Finding Nemo entry scene right now. And it's like a little pink guy that just like squirms his way through the rocks. That is me. I'm just keeping everything lubed up, you know, making it comfortable, trying to prevent all this static. And sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a skill. We don't all need to be hard asses, you know? I'm a soft bitch. I'm a very, very soft bitch. And I've been admitting it lately. And I don't like to admit that because I want to be a hard ass. But I'm not. I'm soft. I'm so soft. Anyways, this was my chat about apologies. Hopefully you enjoyed it. And I'll see you next time. Bye. I love you.